Florida's capital city. This is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV on a libations Friday. Goosey, goosey. Busy, busy show today. Okay, so coming up in about 15 to 17 minutes or so, our good friend Ingram Smith, CEO of the Battles Inn. Uh, looking forward to talking to Ingram as uh, I think there's real momentum, obviously, to touch on with the Battles Inn, but also I think there's a newsworthy item. Uh, which is why we're going to have him on. He'll join us in the second segment of the program, something we never do, but we're going to today incorporate other elements of what we do here at War Chant and what I do on the Jeff Cameron Show. Um, I'm involved in another show called Coach Speak. Some of you have heard it and like it. It's growing quickly. It's a, a show we're proud to do. I do it with the Headlines crew. That's me, Ira, and Corey. You're going to hear some of that towards the end of the hour. And uh, have a little fun with it. We wanted to introduce it to our radio audience. It's a YouTube product. It's a podcast product. But you can hear it today on the radio airwaves. And make sure you subscribe and start watching and enjoying a little bit of Coach Speak. It's a lot of fun to do. That'll be later in the hour. So coming up, Ingram Smith. Right now, we've got to touch on today's topics at hand. Today's show is pre-recorded. Tom and I are busy in the one to three hour with some things we had to do for work. Uh, also, his travel arrangements. So a lot of moving in pieces. So we decided to get fresh content out there today. Today's show was recorded or is being recorded right now at 11 a.m. So it's not like, you know, it's too far off. It's still fresh. Some things may happen while we're on the air this afternoon at 1, and we wouldn't get to it. It would become dated at that point. Our apologies, but this is the way it had to be. So for now, uh, we're pretty close to live, but we're not live. All right, with all of that being said, the big news of the day, and I'm not surprised to see it. Let me, let me just say this. I mean, Florida State leads the nation in opponent completion percentage. Florida State leads the nation and pass breakups, Florida State leads the nation in defending and uh, defending and fewest turnovers lost. Um, which, which you know, look, you think about what that's an offensive stat in a way, but it's also a testament to what your defense has done. Uh, their third in sacks, their fourth in passing touchdowns allowed. Their third down defense is uh, also fourth. Uh, their fifth in turnover margin, sixth in scoring defense. Why am I telling you all of those rankings? Well. The news is that Adam Fuller has been signed to an extension. And, Tom, I guess we're not real surprised by that, are we? I mean, that makes sense that he would get that extension. Uh, this defense kind of carried the day, the back end of the season, without a doubt. But really, going all the way back to the first game, that second half against LSU is still fresh in our memories because it's the only time Jaden Daniels has been shut down for a quarter, let alone a half. It is a, a remarkable season that they had against the backdrop 
that in the preseason, all we were looking for was Florida State to be a top 30 defense, top 35 in most metrics, because we thought that the explosiveness, the consistent elite level play from the offense that was coming would put the defense in a position where just make a few stops and we're going to win football games. And for the balance of the season, the defense was the more consistent side of the football. Even though Florida State's schedule involved a lot of backup quarterbacks or lackluster offenses, the defense generally followed a pattern at minimum. And at minimum, that pattern was they're going to give some stuff up in the first half, but then it's your ass for the second 30 minutes. And it's going to be unholy what they do after halftime. And they did that the entirety of the season, and it was capped off with something more than that, which was 38 possessions of defense, one touchdown allowed, and that touchdown was highly in question if you saw how it all played out down for down. Just a tremendous season for Adam Fuller, whose approval rating, I mean, look, man, it, you probably can answer it better than anybody, but his approval rating was maybe on the good side of 50 60%. Now it, it's got to be in those upper 80s, lower 90s, I would think at minimum. You know, I just think because some bad things happened early in his tenure here when the team wasn't very complete and they had some embarrassing moments and we had games where you're watching a defense, they don't even show up on your screen when you're watching passes be completed. They were not coordinated, if you recall me saying those words. It didn't look like they had any idea as to what they were doing. That resonated for a long time, including going into this season. I don't think a lot of people trusted Adam Fuller to feel the championship level defense uh, in the championship game in the ACC championship game, Louisville averaged 2.7 yards per play, 2.7 yards per play. They had less than 190 yards of offense Tom, in a football game with an offense that averaged what 30 plus points a game. So they were dominated. You go back through all the games when Florida state needed to have a defensive dominant performance. They got it. Florida's offense was not the problem for the Gators this year. Florida's offense was very, very good, and it got completely shut down after the first half, completely shell-shot. Now, I know they were on a backup quarterback, and look, certainly he benefited some from facing several backup quarterbacks, but the totality with which they dominated speaks to something more than just having a string of good games against bad teams. Yeah, there are a couple of places you could look to say, well, where would you define as, as a place where you'd say that – is because of coaching. That is because of development. Because the thing I said in the preseason was, all right, they had their limitations last year. 100% there were things that you could be critical for Adam Fuller and, and what, what came across his desk and what he was responsible for. But that defensive line was beat to hell, and it was thin last year. Let's see what he does with a defensive line like this. And players matter. They matter more than anything to the end of uh, the Battle's End interview that we're going to be doing in a little bit. But man, the thing that was night and day from last year to this year was pressure packages, was blitzes, was getting downhill, playing free and fast. And it wasn't a one-trick pony. Yeah, Kalen Deloach is really good at getting downhill and blitzing. Safeties did it. Corners did it. They ran really good games, especially towards the end of the season. I was waiting all season to see the Braden Fisk, Jared Verse thing that I saw in camp, which was a nightmare of a of a duo that were evil, like evil in how they could free each other up. The combination of all of those things, it didn't take light years for a blitzer to get home and affect the quarterback this season. They were instantly in the backfield. They were overwhelming. Uh, 
the the one thing that's left, I think, is to play a little bit of zone. But if you keep bringing players in at the level that Florida State amassed this roster this season, he's ready for prime time. That defense could have won us a national title this year, and that's what pisses me off about Sunday. I know they could have beat Michigan. Uh, I don't know if they would have won the national title, maybe. What if Washington uh, had beaten Texas, though? So if you've got Michigan-Washington before you to win the title, that defense is plenty good to get you all the way to the podium. Yeah, you can get there. You can get there, and it's it's tragic. I I just know this. In a weird matchup like the one against Michigan, let's say, uh, you you would have Daryl Jackson back to go along with, obviously, Farmer, which we've talked about. We saw what Braden Fisk was at the end of this year. He was unblockable. The, the last three games, he, you could not block him. I mean, he single-handedly changed the game from the opening snap against Louisville, uh, where he's in the backfield immediately tossing the running back. You're like, whoa, whoa. This, if that's a harbinger of things to come, Louisville's got a problem. And then Jerry, Jared Verse joined the party. But, you know, that was – it's amazing to think about. That game, Tom, if we were to play it, and I don't want to dwell on this, if we were playing Michigan – that has 20 to 17 to the victor written all over it. I don't know who wins, but it's it's a close game. It could be 20 to 10 the way this defense is playing. That is the source of my fury. Yeah. Is how inspired they played, how mean they played. They dismissed Louisville the way 13 would do. That defensive performance, you could have transported that 10 years ago, and it could have been Telvin and Timmy and LaMarcus. It was that kind of a performance. And I know that this is an offensive sport, and I like the Keon Coleman's of the world too. But when you see an effort like that, nothing fires me up more as a football fan oh, than, than when a defensive line eats the way that Florida State's defensive line did. And players matter. Adam Fuller didn't suddenly become a, a great coach. Uh, he was he was who he was. The players helped improve the way it all presents. But conversely, you could say it the other way. Adam Fuller wasn't an awful coach in stretches last year. That defensive line was thin. It was beat up, and it limited what Florida State could do defensively. Well, this will be interesting. Adam will now be under a lot of pressure. He's paid handsomely. He was already making $1.2 million. He's getting a raise with this deal. It's a three-year deal, so there will be a lot of pressure on him. I'm sure he's up to it. He loves the game. All he does is eat, drink, sleep football. He's a football nut. And I know he's a, a proud husband and father, so I'm not trying to de- de- diminish that, but he he admits that he is forever thankful to his family when you talk to him because he says he's obsessed with football. He wants to coach all day long. He he He's watching football. He's coaching football. He's breaking football down 18 to 20 hours a day. This is what he does. Yeah. If you're going to pay somebody handsomely, uh, and you want to believe in them, they better have that, right? They better have that obsession with their job and the obsession to be perfect. It's a weird game, but the bottom line is this. That's not real healthy in your everyday walk of life, but it has to exist on good football staffs because th- that's what the money's for. That's why they get all of that money because they have to sacrifice everything else. A season like this, should afford you reputation points that would make you an even more effective recruiter of the high school circuit. Adam Fuller is already known on the staff and in the circles of of the portal world to be excellent at part of Florida State's vetting process, yes. seeing who's a good candidate who at night who fits at 19, 20, 21 years old to come into Tallahassee and come play football for Florida State. The way the defense played this year 
is going to make it easier for him to go into living rooms of high school players and parents and say, come to Florida State. The way that Jeremiah Smith has been enamored with Florida State's offense thanks to Keon Coleman. These things, they tend to get contagious. But now the question becomes, he is secure, 100% secure, and for good reason, and earned and merit, all that stuff. Do you fortify the staff now with another recruiter on the defensive side of the ball that can help in the high school ranks because Adam Fuller is a badass in the portal? Yes, I screamed at the mountaintops, yes, loudly. I figured, you'd, I figured you'd enjoy that question. Yeah, you think there's a... You think I got a guy in mind to get rid of and a guy to bring in? Yes. Yes, I do. And um, we'll see. See uh, see how we do with the recruiting of linebackers. Uh, but anyhow, I, I just, yes. <laughs> I can't say it enough. So the funny thing is, in retrospect, if, if I was to say list the top five plays of the season, and I know plays aren't games, they're moments, but the most important five plays this season, Okay. How many are defense? How many are offense? I'll tell you what, there's two in the opening game. What, set, there could be a couple special teams in there, actually, but yeah. Sorry, yeah, but there's two in the opening game that set the path for Florida State and the rest of the season, let alone in that game. It's Keon Coleman's catch over the middle and subsequent run to the end zone. Uh, you talk about setting the tone. And that your superstar hired gun is coming in and changing the dynamic of the offense. And we forget because of the way the offense struggled in the second half of the season, that Florida state led the conference in scoring that they averaged almost 40 points a game. They were at one time, a very good offense. We tend to forget that, but they set the tone with his three touchdowns in game number one. But the first one being the, the, the slant there where he catches, it makes the guy miss. And then it's off to the races. I think everybody knew in that moment, uh-oh, Florida State's got him one. They got a guy. They, they got a dude. Everybody knew Johnny. Johnny doesn't flip the scoreboard. Keon Coleman can flip the scoreboard in an instant. And then I would tell you the interception, Renardo Green's interception over Jaden Daniels in the second half. Mm-hmm. Peace out. This is about to be good night, Irene. That interception. I know people will point to the goal line stand. I got gotcha. you. I'm telling you, I think that interception was lights out. It was the goal line stand, though, given how, I mean, bemoaned he was, Adam Fuller was, the defense was for stretches last year. Oh, first play of the game, they 60 yards, yeah. <laughs> they have an alignment issue. Yeah, but that response there, Adam's quote coming out of that game was awesome. He said, you know, they, they love their receivers, and I know they want to be a man, man-to-man, but we love man-to-man, too. And I was like, yeah. oh, man, he, he he knows what he's got. But there was also the Bethune hitting that game. Like, the Deloach sack fumble oh, that's the number one play of the year. is the number one play of the year. But the defense is around a whole lot of the plays of the year. And I don't think we would have expected that before the season commenced. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah, the, the, the Deloach sack against Clemson when the game is – in balance is, you know, it, this is the whole thing. If they score there, good night. Thanks for playing. You lose to Clemson again. And we're talking about an ungodly streak and mm-hmm. you know, the angst we would have right now thinking about next year's game. I mean, there's yeah. So you, you Platinum ended it, at the time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's ridiculous. So yeah, man, that play is unreal. There's several big defensive plays. Um, Florida State came up big on defense in the second half of the Miami game after they were running all over us. So the defense really is the one that salted that away uh, in the second half. Yep. 
No, Still. yeah, they were. They got fingerprints over this whole thing. They often held the fort down in order to get. I mean, look, even the Duke game, they put that game on ice down the stretch. Just get the ball back to Jordan. He was in a good rhythm. They were all over the place. It's, yeah. I hope he celebrates with a with a delicious chicken sandwich from a local place here that uh, I don't know that many people know about, but the Jeff Cameron show mentions every once in a while. So. Zaxby's is a special place. It holds a special place in our hearts and our stomachs. And I'm wondering, Tom, if part of the reason that Adam Fuller re-signed with Florida State is the number of Zaxby's he has access to right Mm -hmm. here in Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, could he go somewhere else uh, where he could maybe make some more money? You know, there are rumors out there that Texas A&M had shown an awful lot of interest in bringing him in. Elko wanted to bring in Adam Fuller And I'm sure Adam Fuller would have to listen. They have a lot of money. But at the end of the day, when he sat down and he broke out that map, he saw 102 Zaxby's in Tallahassee. He didn't see a single Zaxby's out in the middle of nowhere at Texas A&M. He said, I can't do that. I mean, how much is that worth to me? I mean, that's, that's a lot of money. That's it's so good. And you really can't buy happiness. So if you have happiness, thanks in part to Zaxby's and the access to 102 of them here in Tallahassee, well, you know, what? what's the price tag? So you're going to get one point whatever here, get one point whatever up there, but I get Zaxby's here, and they've been a proud Golden Chief supporter uh, booster for, for over 18 years? Forget about it. I'm staying here thanks to Zaxby's. I think I could just see a billboard for Zaxby's in town with Adam Fuller on it. I think it fits. I know he's from the north, and Zaxby's is more of a southern chain. Hold, hold, but... Holding a sandwich? Yeah. it Doesn't it fit? I think it works. I think Zaxby should pay me a lot of money and put me on a billboard. With Adam Fuller. With Adam Fuller. <laughs> the two of us with our sandwiches. <laughs> that's the best That's the best investment Zaxby's ever made. Me and Adam Fuller <laughs> eating a sandwich. I would love it. Yeah, all right, Zaxby's. All right, we got to talk to Ingram Smith, CEO. Battles in. Set to join us next on the Jeff Cameron Show. Big news coming your way. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply hello there podcasters oh don't worry i won't prattle on for two minutes like i do with some of the other reads zaxby's doesn't demand it of me (laughs) Zaxby's like, look, just tell everybody that we have the best chicken sandwich in all the land. That's easy. I can do that. I can attest to that. A delicious, thick, juicy, tasty Zaxby's chicken sandwich is where it's at. Of course, the strips are a given. You like the strips. We get the strips on game days. The platters are lifesavers. Mm -hmm. If you're going to a party, a pool party, say, this summer, and what do I bring? Just bring a Beer giant thing. No. and Zaxby's. Worry about the beer. You bring the Zaxby's, you're going to be the hero. Just uh-huh. make sure you get all the sauces, too. They've got like 97 sauces, and they're all delicious. I don't know if you guys know this. There are 27 Zaxby's in Tallahassee alone. 27. You can't miss them. I think that's true in general in every city in America. 
They're like so, peach trees in Atlanta. They're everywhere. Look around. Find you a Zaxby's and get after it. By the way, your Tallahassee Zaxby's a proud Golden Chief booster for 18 years. Go Knowles. The Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. time I saw this gentleman on your screen, we were celebrating a Florida State victory over Louisville. Good night, Ingram. Good night. It was a lot of fun. Today's a lot of fun. Right now, you're a busy man. I can see. I know that location anywhere. That's Hotel Indigo, buddy. Um, Indeed it is. He is the CEO of The Battle's End. His name is Ingram Smith, and he joins us now on the Jeff Cameron Show. Ingram, it has. I wanted to get you on really quickly. It's been a whirlwind. you know, watching the way in which this fan base has been galvanized by uh, the the travesty that the committee uh, perpetrated, um, it, it's all at once been uh, really sad in the aftermath of that, but also really inspiring. Um, first and foremost, can I ask you what the membership total is up to? How many new members? We're hearing all kinds of reports that it's it's been, you know, sure over a thousand people have joined or whatever it is in the last uh, few days. Let's, let's set the record straight. Yeah. A record. I'm happy to set straight. We've had more than uh, 2,300 people. So, I mean, it's somewhere, maybe, maybe 2,200, 2,300 in that area, North of 2000. Um, I hate what it, what the catalyst was for it. Um, Saturday night was legitimately one of the most fun times that I've had. Uh, and Sunday was one of the <laughs> deeper punches to the gut that I can ever recall. Um, a lot of fan bases have rallying cries and things that they're proud of. And I'm not trying to get sappy or salesy or anything else, but I don't know uh, that anybody has a term that's more applicable than unconquered uh, at a time like this. And uh, it truly has been remarkable. People are angry. It's it's Friday, and it still hurts, and it still sucks. And in the pit of your stomach, you still feel like you were cheated uh, as a fan, as a coach, as a player, certainly. Um, but all you can do is respond, and kudos to this fan base. Responded in an incredible fashion. I, I know that there's a lot of support for Seminole Boosters as well, and, and that's a – a very appropriate avenue uh, as well. And I would encourage people to, to give them consideration. Um, but yeah, we've had 22 members, 2,200 people go and sign up on the website. And um, I reached out to you and Tom this morning because I'm, I'm thrilled to uh, announce that, yes, we've got people that have gone up and signed up at $20 a month, $250 a month, $2,000 a month. Um, but we had a gentleman reach out and this is truly an, an anonymous pledge. Uh, but we have had someone reach out and pledge, uh, half a million dollars in a matching Whoa. gift, uh, that will run through December 20th. Uh, any kind of one-time gift or membership will be matched up to half a million dollars. The drive here, uh, of course they started cutting the grass as soon as we started talking, Jeff, I'm sorry. Uh, but the drive here is to try to push for 5,500 members. Uh, that would put us in a space that is 
truly at the upper echelon of the uh, of the collective game, if you want to say that, um, and would be incredible. So the response has been from everybody. And if you were on the fence and maybe wondered if you're, you know, twenty dollars a month or whatever else uh, would be impactful, one I can promise you it already was. Um, and that the people who really push this thing move, excuse me, the people who really push this thing forward, um, want the whole fan base to be behind. It. And that has been the case since day one. We've never tried to make this a, a country club or, a, you know, I don't, don't bother us if you don't have this or whatever else. It was truly an attempt to gather and uh, inspire the whole fan base. And again, I hate what the catalyst was that, that did that. But uh, the response has been incredible, and that incredible response has continued today with a pledge that is the largest gift that we've ever received that comes outside of the, you know, core uh, two people who have fueled and funded this thing. So it's, it's a transformational moment for us, and uh, we certainly hope the fan base realizes the opportunities that a gift like this has, what it can mean uh, moving forward. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're not gonna, we're gonna act within the rules. We're going to do all the things that we need to do, but we will be a force. People will know we're around and, uh, we're real excited to, uh, to keep going about doing business in the manner that we have for the first year that we've been in the space. It's incredible, Ingram. We've watched all of this grow. I appreciate the fact that we've had, um, you know, we've had a seat right here on the sideline watching this play out and uh, in, in real time, and it's been incredible. I know you and I, uh, we were talking on Saturday night and we were talking about what the possibilities are going forward, and we won't get into details now, but it's just incredible to hear you announce on this show that we've got a, an anonymous donor uh, up to $500,000. What that tells me in no uncertain terms, everybody, if you were thinking about signing up, well, do it because I, I know, I know that. You know, we don't usually lobby on the show and do things like that. But I, I mean, honestly, the Seminole faithful are devastated by what happened. And the real ultimate form of, um, I guess, retaliation is to is to live well and to be strong. And uh, what this does is enable Florida State uh, to be one of, if not the strongest uh, collectives in all of college football. And we know what that means. We all know what that means. What an interesting time too, Ingram, for you to get this news. It, it's, it's crazy every year, but it's crazier now as we watch this all play out and what Florida state's possibilities are in regards to this recruiting class in regards to the portal. Uh, what, what a shot in the arm, right? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, Coach Norvell will go out and, and uh, keep being Coach Norvell and his staff will be and, and continue to build upon, you know, their area of, uh, of focus and the type of consistent energy that he brings that I, truly I believe is, is unique and, and uh, you know, unrivaled. Um, we're happy to assist Coach Norvell and his staff and, and the other sports that we work with in the best way that we can. Uh, and this week has given us the ability to do so in a manner that, you know, maybe we hadn't otherwise thought possible. I, I'll give credit to my team. There were a lot of weekends that, uh, you know, these guys and, and ladies work very hard. And, you know, maybe we didn't see the response that we thought we'd see after a, a win over Clemson or a win over Miami or whatever it is. But the, the work had been put in, the consistent 
effort to try to uh, get in front of the fan base. And uh, ultimately that resulted in when this great injustice occurred, we were at least in people's mind. And, you know, the seed was planted. And I think a lot of people who maybe had thought about joining the battles in for a month or two months or whatever, uh, that was the catalyst that it that it took. So uh, nothing's going to undo Sunday. It's a it's a pain that we're all going to have in our stomach. Um, but I, I salute everybody from, you know, foot soldier. Trust me, we want you to sign up. Doesn't matter the level, uh, but whether it be nineteen dollars a month or whether it be uh, this family that's pledged half a million dollars. You know, we all know what our own abilities are and, and what we have from a resource perspective. Uh, but the involvement and the engagement has been spectacular and um, couldn't be more proud to be associated with this fan base. Ingram, appreciate you taking the time. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. I'll see you around, brother. Be good. I'll, uh, I'll try to fire up a weed eater here or a, a blower <laughs> or something just to finish off this this interview in the most appropriate fashion possible. Thank you for having me, my man. Yeah, be good. Ingram Smith, CEO, the battle's in. The news is we got a donor matching up to $500,000. The battle's in, and we know what that means. We know that this will directly impact the Florida State football program for the good. Uh, Ingram reached out this morning and said, uh, hey, I, I got big news. I, I'd love to share it on the show. And uh, why wouldn't we? Because this is uh, a show that covers all things Florida State, amongst other things. Um, but that is an amazing, an amazing uh, donation uh, for for a time at a time, frankly, where Florida State is um, is competing at the highest level. Uh, we all know what happened. But again, I think the ultimate revenge is to be great. It's just to continue to be great. And the best way to do that is through roster retention and to be able to build uh, upon what you've already done in the portal and just go from there and, and make it impossible to ignore moving forward. And sustained excellence is uh, in the modern game of college football is uh, not just great coaching and great players and, and getting it done on Saturday afternoons. It's, uh, it's also – uh, outside the, uh, the the lines, it's uh, and what I mean by that is outside the, the field of play. Uh, it is having a strong collective, and uh, Florida State's fortunate. The battles in appears to be the strongest, if not the strongest, certainly in the conversation uh, of all the collectives. Jeff Cameron Show, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Hey, welcome a new advertiser to the program. This one I like. Why do I like them? I used them. I already used them. Then they said we want to be on with you, Cameron. Good, because I'm already using you. I'd like to save some money. I'm talking about Factor. Now, I could read a script. I have one here. The bustling holiday season. You're looking for nutritious, flavorful meals to fuel your jam-packed days. Factor's America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. I'm not going to do that, though. I don't need to do that. I like not meal prepping. I like having a delicious meal before me and two and a half minutes out of a microwave prepped by a professional chef. It is delicious. Protein meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving in some cases. I could get the uh, low-calorie conscious meal if I want one. If I've overdone it for the week or something along those lines, I pick a different set of food items out of 35 prepared meals at the start of every week. And voila, it's at my front door. It's awesome. Head to factormeals.com slash Cameron50 and use code Cameron50 to get 50% off. Doing you right, people. That's code Cameron50 at factormeals.com slash Cameron50 to get 50% off. The Cameron Show is a production of the WarChant.com Multimedia Network.
Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. Hold his poor and lonely heart. Welcome in another edition of Coach Speak. Good times to be had by all. Brought to you by our friends at Artesia Water. Of course, check it out. ArteziaWater.com. I'll get to more of that when I damn well feel like it. Yeah. There's Ira. Okay. There's Corey. I'm Jeff. Good to be with you. Ben producing as always. All right. Let's get straight to it. I love the clips. I want to see him right off the bat. Ben, let's go. Fire it up, baby. What do we got? I was kind of worried uh, that we weren't going to have a whole lot of content because there weren't a whole lot of press conferences last week, of course, with it being conference championship week. Uh, But I I struck gold and I texted Ira at like midnight last night. I hope I didn't wake him up. Uh, But (laughs) new Indiana coach Kurt Signetti is full of gems. So what we're going to do is we're going to show you three separate clips throughout the show. Uh, We're going to start with his opening statement uh, from when he was hired and, uh, Guys, we could we could do the whole show with Kurt Signetti. Where's he? Is he the James Madison? Yes, yes, he was, and he got hired at Indiana. Now he's unbelievable. (laughs) All right, sweet Signetti, let's go. I left a great job uh, that I could have retired in with a contract through 2030, and won a lot of football games, uh, but. Sometimes you got to make hard decisions in life. This was a hard decision for me. Um, That's what you want to hear from your... Because you've got to be uncomfortable to grow. And I'm too young to stop growing. So this is an exciting opportunity at a prestigious university in the top football conference in the country. And there is no reason why... We can't be successful, pack the stadium, and be a source of pride to the entire university and town and state of Indiana, town of Bloomington, state of Indiana, okay? We're gonna change the culture, the mindset, the expectation level, and improve the brand of Indiana Hoosier football. There will be no self-imposed limitations on what we can accomplish. It'll be a day-by-day process that is hinged on being focused on the present moment and improving as much daily as possible to put yourself in the best position tomorrow. It's how we do everything as coaches, players, everybody in the organization. And there is one leader, and he's sitting standing here. I am standing, I believe. Still standing. Okay, in that building, and it's me. And everybody follows that lead. And that's one of the keys to success is we have everybody thinking alike. All right, so we have a blueprint and a plan that has been successful, proven to be successful, and no reason it shouldn't be successful again. We're knocking all kind of things out today. All right, and uh, looking forward to getting to work. So with that, questions. So... The first is I would ask him if he had the Glengarry leads. Oh yeah. Does, yeah. does he have the leads? Uh, Cause I, I mean, we can't sell real estate without those leads. We're going <laughs> to come on my man. 
<laughs> Coffee's for, for closers. Yeah. I, he, he, uh, he, he, there's like a, there's like a, I don't know. There's a combination of a like seventh grade shop teacher vibe. Um, but also, uh, you know, the seventies, I don't know, Rockford files vibe. Um, and he just, he, you'll see throughout the, there's other, the, there are so many clips as you go on that are incredible, but he, he's like, he's, he came from James Madison, but he acts like these losers in Indiana are so lucky to be graced yeah, by his presence. It's, it's, correct. it's really incredible. You'll, you the other ones are better. pointed out that his suit doesn't fit. Right. Yeah. He should have been like, is this my beautiful house? Is this my beautiful <laughs> wife? Like, yeah, that's a, that's a talking head suit from the early eighties, but like Ira's right. Like he, He's talking. He was talking as if after every sentence, the room was supposed to erupt right. in applause. He kept looking at for each applause. Other. Yeah. Like, what? Where's it? Why aren't y'all applauding me? Can you believe these guys? Yeah, I mean, but he, he was he was and he was talking as if these were uh, pearls of wisdom that he wanted. The, he, he, he gave everybody a second to let it wash over them what he was saying. And it's like, man, you're coming across like Iris said, you're coming across as like a middle school teacher, man. Like this is. It's a it's a weird vibe with him. He might be awesome. Maybe he turns well, well, Indiana into a juggernaut. <laughs> I can't imagine that dude in a lot in a living room recruiting anyone with even two stars next to their name because he gives off weird vibes. Maybe that's just how he is what, in a press conference. Yeah. Once you once you get the other some more a bigger taste of him, I think you'll get a feel for for what he's what he's really bringing to them. And yeah, I, by the end of it last night, I texted Ben that the over under is forty kids going in the portal this week. Oh, good. <laughs> Signetti's a bad cop, and the whole city knows it. Yeah. <laughs> That's who that guy is right there. Like. That's what it is. He seems like the guy. He seems like the cop yeah. that when the movie starts, yeah, he's like, oh, this is a good guy. He's a, he's a, he's, he, he's the guy that's going to get to the bottom of this. He's the old Wiley veteran that's going to yeah. take the rookie under his wing. No, no he's the corrupt one. He's, he's, he's the corrupt been one. very yeah. corrupt for a long time. Yeah. Long time. He wears baggy suits, so you're not on to him. Right, he's been right. stashing the money for years. Yeah, so oh, exactly that, right. Yeah, yeah, right. the money for years. Go ahead, Ben. What do we got next? Hey, this is going to be a fun one because we've got a blend of uh, college basketball coaches in here as well. So this is uh, Kentucky coach John Calipari hey. after the Cats lost to uh, UNC Wilmington last week. Yeah, the toughie. Um, you kind of mentioned to the point of the season where it's a week between games, other than staying in front of your man, guarding the ball, what, what are one or two things that this team really needs to work on over this next month? Well, we got to make sure we don't revert back to holding the ball. That that's, you know, you have coaches call me. I love watching your team. If they watch this game, they did not love watching this team. So what was the difference? You know, I mean, we could say it was one guy. But I'm saying, like, all of it, why did we do that? Sometimes you got to stick your hand in the fire and get burned to know I don't like this feeling. I, I was saying in huddles, you having fun? I'm not having fun. Why won't you pass it to each other? We had post-ups available, and a guy drove it and tried to shoot it, turn it over. Like, what? But that's what happens with young teams. And, um, like, rebounding, there were three plays. Again, it's our game. Guy shoots a ball, and we don't block out. We turn and run to the rim. It bounces over the guy's head and one. Very next play, the same thing. 
the guy blocks out like that instead of meeting him in and one, and he gets his fourth foul. I mean, those are stuff, those are all correctable. But again, that's a good team. You know, I got to give it to them. They, uh, and I knew it. I told them prior to the game, after watching the tape, I'm like, why are we playing this game? Um, <laughs> but that's part of what this team will go through. Now, you guys know we can play with anybody in the country, Except and we can lose to anybody in the country. And we'll play the right way. We get better defensively. We rebound. We'll be fine. Said you can't do it with young guys. Well, we've kind of done it with young guys. But staying in front of the ball now, you may have had a player on my team What was your favorite player in the history. If he got beat 17 times on straight line drives, just I can go down the line. It wasn't just one guy now. Like, and we just got to get better at it. I want to go back to the, the beginning where he talked about sometimes you got to put your hand in the fire to, to to let it burn. Yeah. I mean, do people? That's the saying is like a kid, right? A child. Yeah, yeah he touches the stove. Touch the stove. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who's putting their hand in fire. Well, um, dumb kids. <laughs> Kids yeah, that haven't been taught think, that stove lesson. Yeah, yeah. People, those those kids that were raised by wolves yeah, that didn't yeah. know what fire is. Yeah. I mean, what, what? You know, by the way, I always thought even if a kid couldn't talk or really was struggling, that if their hand got closer to the fire, they'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, this doesn't I don't, feel I right. I don't feel like I wanted to go it, any further. I don't want to put my hand all the way in that thing. Not if you're a Kentucky basketball player. You're like, oh, what is this? Oh, uh, uh, what's going oh, on? It. Why does it smell so bad? Is my flesh burning? <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, that he admitted, why are we playing this team? Yeah. This yeah. <laughs> what is going on? This is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm, this is Kentucky. This should be a cakewalk. And he, it, and he also said these are the problems you have with a young team. I bet he he must have been able to say that for the last 15 years at Kentucky. All oh, yeah. they do is have young teams at Kentucky. They're all one and done. When was the last veteran team they had at Kentucky? The or mid anywhere. 80s? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Exactly. It's crazy. No, that's my favorite part. It's a young team. It's a young team of five stars paid a million dollars. I mean, well, they're all, yeah. they're Jamal, all NBA players. Jamal, Jamal Mashburn was the last uh, yeah. veteran player. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that team that lost to uh, Leitner. That was yeah. the last veteran. Ford's out there team. shooting threes. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, this, is, this goes back a ways. All right, Ben, what do we got? I feel like we missed out on a bunch of gems from uh, Miami of Ohio head coach Chuck Martin. Uh, just because Miami of Ohio doesn't uh, have press conferences usually on their YouTube Uh, So this is after they won the MAC championship over Toledo, and this was uh, a minute of his opening statement uh, in which he rambled on for five minutes and didn't stay on one topic for longer than 20 seconds. Nice. This is good. I like this. Coming here is fun. Like this crowd, this element, Ford Field, every time somebody, their side's going, our side's going, like every call, everybody's mad about everything. Everybody's on the edge. Like all the games are fun, all the practice fun, all the way, but it ain't like this. This is I told I, this is why I do this to have chances to have moments like this in life because as you get older and these guys will figure it out thirty years it took me a long time I was in my forties I was still a dumbass kid you know and uh, but now it's about the memories and it's the moments and it's a journey and we we and it gets harder now in life with all the stuff that's going on outside like who you're with the people you're with mm. and the moments you have and you get a moment you, they presented a moment for me I got to coach a game like this you know. 
And then they're singing proud to be an American and the place is going crazy and we're honoring the servicemen. I'm thinking, I get to coach football because these guys, like, why are we not giving these guys a standing? Like, this is life, guys. We're worried about all the things that don't matter. Like, in life, like, the servicemen privilege, so we, you guys can be reporters and you can sit and have a stupid press conference and we can win it, you know? And then these guys battle their tails off. So I was so happy all week because I'm like, this is why I do this. Like, I love these games. And they're hard to get to. They're hard to get to. Win or lose, like, it's every play, it's like, and Toledo played their tail off. No one deserved a lose day. Like, no one deserved, deserved to lose four weeks ago and we lose. So that's my soapbox. You guys ask questions. Holy, <laughs> holy mackerel. You think Ooh. he's like that all the time? Ooh, I think or so. You... We've only had a couple clips from him this year, and he's always been crazy. That is I just wild. The, the reaction from the players makes yes. me think that it's like he's like that all the time. Like, oh, you guys are finally getting to see. You're getting to the see what on the we far deal left. With. Yeah, yeah we're just kind laughing. of laughing and smiling and looking around like this is what we deal with. It's like know. when you're, uh, you know, when you're in middle school and your dad goes on one of his rants or no, one of his he's he's a long winded story and you're like, wrap it up, dad, wrap it up, please. This is embarrassing. But, My friends are here. Right. That was uh, Chris Farley in a van down by the river. That was, I mean, and he also. But also on speed. I mean, no human being. That was Jimbo Fisher's never talked that fast. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah. That was wild. And I, it was, I was going to say it was probably, so we watched that. That was a minute. Uh, he didn't finish a sentence, I don't think. No. He, he, he really legitimately didn't finish a sentence. They were all ellipses from one thought to another. Yeah, and I bet no thought lasted more than nine seconds, except for the servicemen one that, I think he ends up saying that all the servicemen out there battled their tails off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not how we talk about soldiers. They battled their tails off like they're uh, a college football. But maybe he was talking about his football team. I just wanted Who to know like this. Yeah. Just yeah. Over and over again. I mean, that was uh, that was. Uh, well, look, he was excited. He was still all. He was still all jacked up from the I game. I kind of like him, though. He doesn't – like, some of these guys come on here, we're like, that's not a likable dude. That's just likable. No, he's, he's definitely likable. Yeah. Definitely likable. And I can see being excited for the moment. Yeah, it's win. It's great, man. You won your championship, whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. But also, how do you ever communicate? I mean, there's no way he communicates <laughs> like that. Because who would ever – I mean, how could they understand what the hell he's telling them to do? Think about that think guy in a living room. perfectly. Yeah. How does he communicate? Yeah. I mean <laughs> – Maybe he's like really measured and soft spoken in yeah. every other setting. He just got in, way Cor jacked up. Come on up. in, Corey. You got some questions for me? Come on in, buddy. Yeah, yeah. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, what, what exactly. Like, talk about today, Corey. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, but when he gets it after a big win, he just he's, he's he can't stop. He's all he's all over the he's all over the place. He's but yeah, because you can't imagine that energy, like in a living room, talking to a recruit. How could that? Thanks for the apple pie and. And, 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 oh, what'd y'all watch on TV? And, oh, who's that? It, well, is that a butterfly? Like, he, uh, do you want to play football? I love football. Like, that's yeah. what would be the whole recruiting spiel. Coach, they, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Yeah, please. So that's, it's two in the morning, yeah. Coach. We haven't gotten to ask you a question about yeah. your university. Yeah, that's right. I think he must have been turned to, like, 78 RPM today. Because maybe he's always 45. Like, maybe oh, he's always kind of fast. Yeah. But, but. I can't imagine he's always like Eric, that because we have young we have young viewers and listeners. Nobody knows what the hell I was talking about and why he randomly selected the two numbers seventy eight and forty five. You and I know because it's yes. a record player. The old people who the old people yeah. who have seen a phonograph yeah. understand that reference. Yeah, Thomas Edison. 
Old Thomas Edison up in here. So, and really, if we're going to clarify Iris' point, it's a 33, and he's always yeah. at 45, but right. today it was a 78. I, right. right. They, I, yeah. the, people, the people that got it didn't yeah, need the explanation. Right. The people that don't get it, we don't care. Yeah. Ben's like, what's 33, 45, and 78? What <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> It's for black and white TV days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah put that put that segment in black and white, Ben. <laughs>